I'm William Stewart, co-founder of Telios. Welcome back to our podcast on the major themes of scripture. This is important stuff, Anna. It's wonderful. As opposed to verse-by-verse study, which is so important, and we have a lot of uh, verse-by-verse studies on our website at www.teleosresearch.com, T-E-L-E-I-O-S research.com. Another important way to know the Bible is thematically, where you take all those verses and put them together in themes. And that's the purpose of this podcast, uh, to do this, so you know how to think and express God's the knowledge of God and Christ and the Spirit to yourself, and importantly, to other people as well. So you can articulate your faith and know about the Christian life. Now, <clears throat> this perhaps is Bible themes light. You're not going into uh, major theologians. <clears throat> what they say, we're not going into some deeper aspects of theology, but the purpose is, is for you to really get a firm grasp based in Scripture of what the Bible says. So importantly, uh, we at Teleos and for this podcast see the Bible as true and everything it addresses. We interpret it in a normal, literal fashion. Again, we're not bringing in outside um, uh, traditions such as denominations or certain theologians, though we will quote them on occasion. But we're focusing on what is called a biblical theology uh, we were taking what we're teaching here. What I'm teaching you is is right from Scripture. So we started um, several weeks ago on the gospel. <clears throat> Last week we focused on Christ's saving work at the cross. So you remember we, we talked about the mnemonic uh, P R R S. So he was a propitiation, a redemption, a reconciliation, and a substitution. Write down the alphabet, P-R-R-S. So when we came to faith and we believe by faith alone on Christ's death on the cross and his resurrection, those four words describe what he did for us <clears throat> at the cross. So today, let's, let's get into new content here. We want to talk about the process of salvation <clears throat> over time, the chronology. Go, Whoa, the chronology, what's that mean? Well, oftentimes when we think about salvation, we think about, well, gee, we, we come to faith, and it's like we, we become a Christian, and, and that's it. Uh, we're, that, that's all. It's like we cross the road to get the mail. And, you know, if we're bad and do so many sins, we cross back over to the other side. It's, it's not like that at all. Biblically, we have wonderful promises <clears throat> that stabilize us and give us an assured salvation. So let's get started. Uh, This starts, our salvation started back before the foundation of the world, when God chose us to salvation. These verses are in Ephesians 1, 4 and 5, and also in um, Romans 8, 28, 29, and 30. And, And our calling is mentioned numerous times uh, throughout the epistles. Now remember, it's the epistles, the letters from the apostles, starting in the Romans, that talk to the church. Okay, that's the that's how we, that's our basis of knowledge, uh, based on all prior scripture in the Bible. All scripture is God's word, 
but it's culminated in terms of knowledge and how we live as Christians in those epistles. So our calling is mentioned uh, to our salvation frequently in uh, throughout Scripture. Now, now this could be a controversial topic, and and just briefly, you know, some humanists, you know, people who aren't believers go, well, God wasn't fair. He chose. But look at it this way, please. Uh, that uh, Two points here. One is we know that the, with the fall of man in the Garden of Eden, man became depraved. And so, as it says in Romans 3, verses 10 to 12, that man didn't understand God, uh, wouldn't have chosen God, wouldn't seek God, uh, turned aside to his own way. So if God hadn't chosen because of our depravity, none of us would have come to faith. So out of his grace, his mercy, he chose us. And it's interesting, in these two passages in Ephesians and Romans, Paul brings us up as a way to assure, not to create controversy, but to assure the believers of their salvation, to give them comfort. So it started with God choosing. But even, even then, of course, we don't, just because he chose, we wouldn't come to salvation. So at some point, after his choosing, at the uh, beginning, before the beginning of the world, God dragged us to himself, John 6, 44. Interesting, the word there, the verb for drag is elko in the original Greek language, meaning uh, literally forcing somebody to come. It, it was used in the fishing industry where you cast a net into the sea and drag the fish in. The fish did not come voluntarily. They had to fight and drag them in. We also know the Spirit convicted us of our sin and righteousness and judgment from John 6. So the Spirit had a hand in it as well. <clears throat> so from there, we come to faith. We come to the cross and believe on what Christ did at the cross for us. Remember the, from last week, the P-R-R-S, pro propitiation, redemption, reconciliation, and substitution. If you haven't listened to that podcast, please do so. Very important. So what's coming to our faith then, activated or made efficacious, or to use computer terminology, downloaded our salvation, um, booted up our salvation uh, for what Christ did for us in his death and resurrection. So once that faith made our salvation efficacious, then a number of very important things happen. Okay? And, and, and this, this is vital. At our salvation, the Spirit placed us in the church. We also obtain, the Spirit also regenerated us into a new man, Titus 3.5 also reflected by other numerous terms in the New Testament, the spiritual baptism, Romans 6, uh, that we're a new man in um, uh, Ephesians 4, that we are born again in John 3. So our old self died, and we're created a new person that's identified with Christ's death and his resurrection. Wow, what a promise. But there's some legal guarantees as well. These are the positions we have. This is why it's just not like crossing over the road and, and crossing back. Once you become a believer, you're God's. We're, we're called his possession in 1 Peter 2.9, Ephesians 1.10. Uh, 
what you're his, he, he doesn't give you up, as it says in John uh, 10, 28 to 30. So we are in his family. We're adopted people. Uh, Ephesians 1, 5. And uh, Galatians 4, 7. Hopefully that's the right verse near there. Um, we are forgiven. And the word here for forgive in the Greek, the original Greek is dikaios. But it had a legal meaning. It wasn't like forgiving your friend for doing something bad to you. It meant legally innocent. And so what in a court of law now in most countries, and back then in the Greek or Roman times, once you were found innocent, you could not be charged again. There's no, it's called double jeopardy, and, and that's not allowed. So we're legally innocent, and we're legally, and we're sealed by the Spirit, which again had a legal meaning. Where as you think about it, the kings back then, when they created a law, would then pour some wax over the loose portions of, of, the, of the parchment, papyrus and seal the loose end to the parchment below and put their signet ring on it giving it making it a legal binding document sealing uh, believe me you wouldn't want to tear it up tear up the king's document that would not you know invite you to invest in long-term bonds not a good idea so we as believers are sealed by the holy spirit to the day of our redemption Ephesians 1, 13, and 14 is a, a good verse for that. Pat, two verses. Okay, so those are positions. Very important because they have legal overtones. We're illegally forgiven and innocent. We're legally sealed. We're legally adopted. Can't, can't give the baby back. Um, in, in most countries now, or back in the Greek or Roman times, that, that child is, is the parents. We're morphologically a new person, or in the church, or God's possession. Wow, what promises. Okay, so with those changes, our salvation cannot be reversed. This is very important. We'll talk about it more uh, in a special podcast coming up. But even beyond that, uh, from the time of our salvation to the time of our death, God helps us persevere. Second Timothy uh, 1 Timothy 1.12, uh, Ephesians, or excuse me, Philippians 1.6, 1 Corinthians 1.8 as examples. So it's God then who helps us persevere. We're stuck in these positions legally, can't be removed. We're new people. The old person in Scripture is never said to resurrect. That God will, if you do one too many sins, uh, God will kill the new person and resurrect the old person. Find that verse. It's, it's not there. God forget, for Christ forgave all our sins. God forgave all our sins through Christ for all time. Ultimately, then, Christ comes again and takes us up at the rapture. Uh, he comes in the clouds of a great shout of 1 Timothy, 1 Thessalonians 4, and the end of 1 Corinthians 14, 15. And we're all gathered up to be with him. And following that is the Great Tribulation, seven years. And Christ comes again to the earth and presents believers with him in his glory and ushers in eternity. And as Ephesians 1, 
10 and 11 say everything is summed up in Christ. We'll reign a thousand years and there's a new heaven, a new earth, the new Jerusalem. All detailed that his return between in Revelation 19 to 22 chapters. Okay. Wow, what a great salvation. What a great plan by God. So gracious, so wise, so full of love. As it says in Ephesians 1. Let's review. God chose us, dragged us to himself. The Spirit convicted us to himself. We came to faith to believe on what Christ did at the cross for us, to propitiation, redemption, reconciliation, substitution. From there, we were given great promises and, and, and changes that gave us sure positions before, before God. We're a new person in him, forgiven legally and sealed legally and adopted legally into his family. We're in his church for God's possession. God then helps us persevere until the time that he comes again and takes us home to be with him in glory. Wow, what a great salvation. Thanks be to God. All glory and praise to him for what he's done for us when we believe on him by faith alone. If you don't know the gospel, please go to our, the first page of our website, and it is there. And um, or listen to the first podcast uh, where we describe it towards the end of that uh, introductory podcast. Have any questions? Let us know. Leave us comments and uh, join us next time. We'll continue to discuss aspects, important aspects of our salvation. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time.